What's going on, family? Happy Tuesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing absolutely well. Again, summertime is here, so I hope that you are doing something safe, as of course here in the United States and really all around the world, uh, we're seeing coronavirus cases increase uh, here in the States. Man, it's been kind of crazy as people jump out to hop back into life and things like that. So I'll just say this, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're still sheltering in place, cool. If you're not, whatever, be safe is my only request because uh, there's a lot happening in our world and I just don't want you to become a casualty of what's happening with COVID-19. With that said, thank you for everyone who's been hanging out with us by way of social media. Thank you for everyone who is subscribed to our podcast, who's listening. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. It's an amazing wrestling podcast where we talk about quite a bit. And when you get these quick hits, yeah, it's a quick dose of current news and current topics that are going on uh, related to the world of pro wrestling. Before we jump in, I want to shout out a couple of cities who have been our big cities for the last week or so. Congratulations. Congratulations to uh, our friends in Baltimore, Maryland, who's our number one city for the past week, uh, followed by Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Cibolo, Texas. So we've got some great wrestling cities that are tuned in, and uh, feel free to shout out your city if you are joining us today. All right, so we got to get into a lot of news. Yesterday, we really dropped a heavy podcast, and if you missed it, you need to go back and check it out because today is going to be a continuation of that. Yesterday, we talked about the speaking out movement that happened really all around the world on Friday, but it has had a profound impact on the world of pro wrestling. Yesterday, we read a list of 25 wrestlers who were implicated and mentioned in these scenarios and a lot of things have happened over the last couple of days we talked a bit about Matt Riddle yesterday the Velveteen Dream and some other folks well we want to talk today about some more news connected to this first off the impact to British pro wrestling perhaps no other region in the world of pro wrestling has been impacted greater than British pro wrestling the list of folks involved in there uh is pretty significant but what it's done is perhaps even more significant so progress wrestling which is the largest uk independent wrestling promotion uh they've done quite a bit over time and they are responsible for several of the stars that we have seen in nxt uk stars like travis banks Legero, and jordan devlin jordan devlin uh becoming the first uk superstar to win the nxt cruiserweight championship it happened at worlds collide earlier this year well all three of those names along with scotty davis mark paz pari and david Starr, were all implicated in the speaking out movement and as a result star parry banks and legero will no longer be working for progress Jordan Devlin and Scotty Davis have been suspended indefinitely and the tag team championships have been vacated. Well, it gets bigger than this. It gets bigger because there are people in the management element of progress who were also implicated. So as a result, progress decided we're going to introduce a new 
management team. And they introduced people like James Amner, Vicki Haskins, Lucy Cave, and Michael Oku. I want you to remember that name because that name's going to come back uh, in just a little bit. Glenn Robinson and Matt Richards are stepping away from progress. And then John Briley was dealing with a major health issue and is also going to be stepping back. Uh, in part of their statement, progress said, quote, we will not tolerate discriminative behavior, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, domestic abuse, emotional abuse, grooming of an adolescent, cyberbullying, online abuse, psychological abuse, financial material abuse, abuse of power, physical abuse, economic abuse, using privilege, intimidating threats, shame dumping, racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, or any behaviors that put performers, production, or fans at risk. It's a really significant and strong statement that they made again, involving uh, the management there at Progress and not just the wrestlers. Well, even more stuff happened yesterday. That statement I read you just happened yesterday. Shortly after that, they put out a post and a statement that said, quote, burn it down, build it back up, believe in change. And so I want to read some of their statements so you understand the impact of this. Here's what they said. Progress said this, quote, the last 24 hours have been an eye opener. Words are not enough. With that in mind, we will build this from the ground back up. We're shutting everything down until we're happy enough with the changes that we make to reopen. We will be the pioneer for change that this industry needs at this point. Our first priority is the safeguarding of talent, crew, and fans. We are talking with the police and are close to finalizing something that we're super proud of and that we can share across every promotion. So this is where things get super interesting. We told you about the names of the folks, the new folks in management. And it says this, we know people are keen to know the revamped company structure. Vicky, Lucy, Michael, and James are in control of every single element. There is no involvement from anyone else. John remains the owner of progress, but we have complete control of everything. Glenn nor Matt are involved in this capacity, financial or otherwise, nor are they returning. But here's where things get interesting. I mentioned the name Michael Oku to you. Well, they will be fully investigating the posts about Michael Oku that have been placed online. None of us are above the high standards we want to set, and it will be a full and in-depth investigation. So here's what happened. After Michael Oku was named yesterday as part of the rebuilding of progress, several posts about Oku came out. And the posts, for lack of a better term, are pretty damning to say the least uh they suggest and they've shown posts that uh suggest him potentially grooming posts that talk about homophobia some pretty scary posts and uh folks are having quite the reaction and response to it um in fact they're saying if he is involved then throw all of progress away one person said this quote michael oku is doing damage control for progress but he and another person continued to be friends with the pedophile rapist james davis long after they were outed don't trust progress for one minute ever 
again. So Progress Wrestling is really under fire right now in the UK, and they have made their decision, of course, to shut everything down as a result of everything that's come out from speaking out the hashtag. Now, where this gets interesting is several of the names that I've mentioned from Progress Wrestling are a part of NXT UK. We have not heard a statement yet about NXT UK, but there's got to be an impact. Of course, they're not currently wrestling. And so if you're watching NXT UK on the WWE Network, you know for fact that they've been giving us a lot of uh, curated content, a lot of best of types of shows. What does this do for NXT UK in their potential for return? I don't know, but this is going to be very interesting to watch. And if progress made such a strong stand, you got to wonder, will the WWE do anything related to the NXT UK superstars? So we've talked about NXT UK, British wrestling. We also have to have a conversation about all elite wrestling because more news came out yesterday uh, in regards to AEW that I think you're going to find very interesting. Sammy Guevara who is part of the inner circle, uh, one of the biggest factions in all of AEW, led by Chris Jericho. In fact, he was involved in a big tag team match with Chris Jericho as the main event of AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday. He had a scheduled match with Matt Hardy this week for AEW Dynamite. Has gotten himself into quite a bit of trouble. Now, I'm going to play for you what Sammy Guevara said on a podcast about four years ago. I want to warn you, it has some coarse language that we don't normally air here on the faction, but I felt like it was necessary for you to understand the gravity of what's going on. In this first clip, Sammy Guevara makes a statement about Sasha Banks. Check this out. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. Charlotte beat them both up. Bro, Sasha Banks. Oh, oh my God. When I, when I was at the WWE the other week, I wanted to just go fucking rape that woman. You had a tryout? Uh, sort of. It was just as an extra thing whenever they came to. Okay. I know. There was a lot to hear. But it gets worse. In the same episode, this is what Sammy Guevara had to say about African-American women. Check this out. Be cool, and I'm here to shoot Sammy Best Ever. More like fuck his mom. Damn, bro. Why you want to fuck my mom? She's, like, pretty old. But, I mean, I guess you're old, too, so I guess. You think your mom's old? You should see my mom. My mom's old. Send me a pic, bro. Come on. Your mama's so ugly, she half as ugly as my mom. Bro, your mom's black, so fuck her, right? Okay. So, again, my apologies for the course language. We kind of warned you uh, about that, but there was a major reason for that. You needed to hear from his own mouth what he had to say. Well, AEW has made a statement, and here's what they said. Quote, AEW insists on doing our part to create a world of understanding and respect for humankind. We therefore strongly condemn the extremely offensive and hurtful words of Sammy Guevara, as such, effective immediately, Sammy is suspended without pay until further notice. Sammy has agreed to undergo extensive sensitivity training, and upon completion, his future status within the company will be reevaluated. During his suspension, his salary will be donated to the Women's Center of Jacksonville. Now, I should also mention that Sammy 
and Sasha Banks had been going back and forth on Twitter as well with some very interesting conversations. Well, Sasha put out a statement yesterday uh, in response to Sammy Guevara, and here's what she said, quote, Earlier, I spoke with Sammy. He apologized and we had an open discussion. Words like the comments he made, jokingly or not, have absolutely no place in our society. I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior. What one thinks is just a side comment can have a massive impact on someone else's life and can send the wrong message. We have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions and the words we say. And I hope this situation shows him that. I hope from this point on, in order for growth and change within our community to take place, we all can continue to have these conversations. No person, man, woman, or child, should ever be subjected to a feeling of fear or any unsafe environment. We all have to do better, not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. So here's what I'll say in regards to that. I definitely think that AEW had no choice but to have some sort of administrative action against Sammy Guevara. I do think that it's a good move that he apologized to Sasha and that Sasha said what she had to say. But I sit back and I think about these types of things. This comment uh, was from a podcast that was from about four years ago. And I take issue being one who runs a number of podcasts with the fact that Sammy Guevara even felt comfortable enough to say those kinds of things um, to anybody, let alone for it to be recorded and released. And again, they obviously thought there was no problem with it. I don't know if that particular podcast is one of the larger podcasts. It's obviously not, but they thought that this kind of thing could fly under the radar. And I'm here to say that it's not cool. And if there are podcast owners out there that felt comfortable with that kind of language and those kinds of sentiments being released, then we have larger problems here. So yes, Sammy Guevara is a problem, but it is the folks who have allowed these things to happen. It is the podcast owners who say, oh, this is great content. I'm going to go ahead and release this instead of making an executive decision and calling him out on the spot and saying, sir, you, you, you can't talk about women this way, whether it is my mother or Sasha Banks or any other woman. You cannot denigrate women. You cannot demean any sort of, and again, this is four years ago, folks. It's not eight years ago. It's not 12 years ago. It's Sammy Guevara is all of 24. So this is a big issue, guys. And I will go so far as to say this. There are parts of me that wonders, did AEW make the right decision with both Jimmy Havoc and Sammy Guevara? by deciding, hey, we're going to put them through treatment, suspend them indefinitely, but not fire them. I want to get your thoughts. Should Sammy Guevara and Jimmy Havoc been fired from AEW versus indefinitely suspended? Because what we're dealing with are a couple of things. With Sammy Guevara, we're dealing with these coarse, rude, horrible comments that were made. And sure, he apologized to Sasha, but how long has Sasha known about this, right? How long has she had to carry the idea that someone could walk into the performance center and think these kinds of thoughts and be bold enough to say them? 
And I'm going to say this, as one who loves the sport of pro wrestling, as one who loves women and loves people of all kind, I think it becomes uh, incumbent upon us as wrestling fans and those of us who have any connection to this industry to absolutely categorically not just speak out about this but really make strong statements to say we will not tolerate this kind of behavior and uh yeah the other side of it is this perhaps aew see some hope for jimmy havoc and see some hope by the way we haven't talked a lot about what jimmy havoc did but it was really really bad it was really 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 bad and it's an account from his ex-girlfriend which maybe we'll delve into i don't know and what i can say is this perhaps aew feels like there's some redemptive quality in these gentlemen and aren't willing to fully throw them away so they're giving them uh the opportunity to get counseling to see if there's any kind of change and i'll say this i've often said that racism and sexism are ugly step siblings of each other and you can really make the argument about which one has had the largest foothold and stranglehold here in the United States and around the world. But be that as it may, in 2020, it is not acceptable to be racist, sexist, or have any degree of prejudice. We should not be in a space where we are elevating and promoting these particular people or even paying them. Now, I don't know if they should be blackballed from the industry yet if they're getting help. I don't know. But I want to find out from your from your thoughts. But I want to find out from you guys. What do you think? Do you think AEW was strong enough with their decision by suspending them indefinitely and uh, suspending them without pay? Or do you think that they should have flat out fired them? Let me know by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at The Faction Show. Uh, or you can use the hashtag the faction show and let us know what you think we're going to be having more discussions with the guys about this this week so be on the lookout for that and we're going to continue to talk about more news and again there's a lot of news we couldn't get to because this captured most of it but i promise you we're going to talk more about what's going on with these kinds of things because these are super important so with that said Represent for my good family, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, John Murray, it's your man, GB, Gerard Bonner. Collectively, we are The Faction. Have a great day. I my people, here we go.